we are back in action. Welcome back to the Industry Standards Podcast. All right, Joey, you can do that because I think I've done it like the last <clears> 50 <throat> times. And they've all sucked. Are we recording now? Yep. And it looks like my mic... Is my, why is my mic always quieter? Well, yours just looks louder. I'm just... Oh. No, no. I'm the bottom one. Yeah, I know. And yours look louder. Mine is... No, just go off. Don't worry about stuff. that. What you can hear in there. It doesn't matter what I hear. Make it lower a bit. This is loud out. That so doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. it does. If no. you put it down, no, it doesn't it do anything. Mine at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, is yours down? Because I saw you playing with it last time. Yeah, because I was trying to turn it up. <laughs> but what have you turned it down? It just turned down your computer volume. Exactly Methinks. down. Methinks. And what if it's your input? No, I tried because it didn't, Put it it didn't back change up. anything. Put it back up. Up, Joel, up the hill. That's it, up. That's as up as it can go. They're looking pretty similar right now. If you talk, just talk a little bit. Yep, I'm talking. Yeah, we're in a good... Okay, I'm taking this out. This is too loud. Ooh, oh, that's good. I feel like I'm back in the real world now. <clears throat> I'm not ready to part ways with these. <laughs> <laughs> Like so Dylan, through. Dylan convinced me. Wait, well, bro, welcome, intro. welcome back to the Industry Standards Podcast. This is episode six of one hundred thousand. Um, we are the only podcast in the world that is legally mandated to not do more than one hundred thousand podcasts. We um, are the number one podcast for doing that's legally mandated. Yeah. That's not legally mandated. That is, we are legally. We are mandated. the number one podcast in. Melbourne that's legally mandated to do no more than 100,000 episodes. They said to us, it was many moons ago. What, what was, was his it? name? I think it was, it was uh, Lafonso. Lafonso. Yeah, I do Lafonso. remember him. He had yeah. a very firm handshake. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it yep. was something about him that he didn't like. like yeah. It was way too clean cut. Yeah. yeah Almost yeah, like yeah. Uh, American Psycho sort of vibes. Yep. 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 And what did he say to you? He was, it was, I think it was, <clears throat> I think it was the 6th of August last year, which was 2022. And mm-hmm. no. It was the 5th. The 6th the was your mum's birthday. That's You're right. Confusing. Yep. My mother's birthday is that day. That's definitely her birthday. Um, You're always forgetting. And Lafonso came to me in a dream and he said, you can't do more than 100,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not. We will not do more than a hundred thousand. you're absolutely right. We can't do it. Yep, I haven't seen him since. No, he wanted you to do him. No, he said you can't do more than a hundred thousand. No, but he'd be. He'd no, that was his twin brother, <laughs> Shane. Um, he said go for it, but Lafonso seemed just more sincere. We this is terrible. No, no, no. It's, okay, Anyways, sweet. Welcome back to the industry standards. Wait, that's We're obviously talk going about- in. <laughs> It's so bad. That's um, when the, the, the music. Would just keep to going. give you some, like, yeah, just to give you some context as to what's been happening today. We went to start the podcast, and then Dylan's like, "We need to have headphones plugged into the because I'm microphones super loud so all get, the time. Yeah, and, and I'm always super quiet. Um, <laughs> Hello, my name so, is Joel, and um, yes, pre-workout is very. Dude, good. I literally <laughs> I had the mic like three inches down my throat last week, and it was still quiet. Nah, it was out here. <laughs> no, 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 Dylan, you don't know anything. All right. Um, <laughs> and so Dylan's like, "We need to get headphones for the podcast that we can plug into the mic." so we can hear each other and make sure that we're loud enough. And then I was like, I don't really want to buy 
aux plug-in headphones and he's like dude just buy them we're, they're, they're headphones we're going to use for the rest of our lives <laughs> so we go down to JB Hi-Fi and Dill buys a set of he- unicorn headphones and I was like screw this I'm just going to use Apple like Apple headphones with the aux cord <laughs> and Dill like committed to buying these um, and then we've plugged them in and it only feeds back it only gives us feedback to our mic We've plugged them into the microphones and we've realized that obviously it's not going to feed back both of our voices. It just feeds back our own voice. And so if we wear the headphones, we can't hear each other when we're talking and therefore they're rendered almost almost completely useless. I, anyway, um, anyways, this has goes. been a really rough start to the podcast. Today, Sorry. we're going to talk about... Um, are we going to start off with your bio? Yep. Okay. Deals bio. we got a, plenty of submissions. as well. <clears throat> um... So, Dill needed a new bio for his Instagram. His bio was lame, and we thought that we would get a new one. So, we asked you guys to send in some... Um, have I just... I think I just unfollowed some. I called it Sneaky um, Pipe. It's called Speak. <laughs> right, there. We will have cut that out, but there was a good... Well, they, they would have heard nothing. It's it. instantly back to where we were talking. I know, but I just like to update them, okay? <laughs> right, so I'm going to go from the start, um, and Dylan... I don't know. I don't think we'll let we'll we'll choose maybe our favorite three, and then you guys can vote on which you will be deals. Read all of them out. But yeah, I'll read as many as I can. Uh, first one. Also, oh, it's like Australian Idol. So I didn't even the, enter this in. The audience is going to have to vote. Yeah, yeah. And just be aware, <laughs> right now where the podcast is at, and even if you have very little interest in what's going on, your vote matters because there's like, <laughs> I think we had twenty listeners last time. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, sorry. Addy's one had th- like thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. another no text. I'll, I'll say that at the end as well. Um, so first one is proud sidekick to the Joel Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even enter that in. Can you see? Who, can you see? Yes, oh, I can. Not, um, Adam, Leave it as a mystery and don't tell me who it was because I want to just. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adams don't touch. Ligma sugma sugandy. Sugandy's lemons. Was that I, that was Imogen, wasn't it? I can't say. <laughs> I lift heavy weights and you could too. If you're good, you're good. Yeah, that's crap. Um, that terrible. Be oh. good or be good at it. You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> this one is just person. so this one is personal. My head looks like a dropped omelette. <laughs> so out of pocket. What happens if everyone votes for that oh, one? I've got to do yeah, it. Yeah, damn. It. This was one of my favorites for sure. It's not about the size of the nail. It's the hammer that's banging it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. <laughs> um, I like this one. This sounds like a like a mixtape. Creatine cocaine. <laughs> creatine cocaine. Creatine cocaine. Yep. Um, you're never going to guess who submitted this one. I love Ben and I love Ben's balls. <laughs> um, and this was another personal fave. Free spoons in the link. www.freespoons.org <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, the unicorn. And then we've got just two more. Um, hungry, hungry hippos. More like hungry, hungry midgets. Am I right, you guys? Am I right? That was Ben, 100%. <laughs> Double it and give it to the next person, please. 
And that was it. So we'll put some of our faves up there. What is, and, what um, is like? You guys can vote. Nail one. Yeah, the hammer and the nail yeah. one is so good. Because you have to think, they have to, when they come onto my page, think, has this got a reference to like my gym, like my fitness? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one the spoons one is epic. It makes you go, hmm, but like, hmm, about what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I froth the spoons one. The spoons one is The spoons good. one is so good. Uh, <laughs> Wait, let's go on to that and see if that's an actual thing. Uh, no way. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll be putting a poll spoons. up. Do, we, this podcast is org. No, we've only spoken for like three minutes total. Like no, I was saying this podcast is getting so big, I feel like it needs its own page. <laughs> like its own Instagram. Does it need its own Instagram? Maybe. Free, I just started freespoons.org. It's freespoons.org.org. Nah, I, I hate that you're Googling it. Throw it in the search bar. See what happens. www.freespoons.org. Oh, weird. No well, site. At least I can Try buy the donate. Party. Have you ever been to Lemon Party? <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. That's obviously a trap. No? It's, about, it's a website that gives away free lemons. Um, anyways... Uh, what was your question for oh, today? Right, so... What was that topic? That topic, yeah, we couldn't... We, I just thought of, like, this came off the back of the Netflix documentary, Stuts. If anyone's watched it, it's pretty cool. Um, it's about Jonah Hill's shrink. Um, and he's made the video... Is this like the movie where Matt Damon shrinks? Is it called Downsize? <laughs> what? They shrink him down till he's, like, Is that five actually a movie? Tall. Or did yeah. you start to go off the back of um, Good Will Hunting or something? No, no, they They shrink themselves uh. down. Is that no. what happens to Jonah Hill? Nah. Oh. No. No, no, no. So it's off the back. <laughs> it's, off the, it's off the back of this because in that, if you haven't watched it, that's very cool. I've, Jonah Hill made the thing because this guy's so incredible and he made it so that other people could get value from just watching the documentary. Um, and I think people definitely would get value from the documentary if they're suffering from, you know, mental disorders like like depression. Um, so he used these things called tools and like you might think if you go and see a psych like you it's just this long-winded conversation that's hard to be succinct in one point because these things are very complex but it's not the case I think when people are like um, experts they (laughs) stretching my neck I'm listening I'm listening my neck's tight Joel's just closed his eyes and like removed the mic from his face and just stretching his neck like there's 30 different things that he could have been doing <laughs> anyway experts can like shrink things down into principles that can they shrink people yeah they shrink them that's like why they call shrinks movie? that's why they call shrinks yeah because they can shrink people anyway he has these things called tools and it applies to anyone and that's what's so cool about the documentary. You listen, you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. You can sort of do it as you're watching it. So I was like, let's tell the people a bunch of the tools that we use for people. You know, it could be nutrition or training that we just say over and over and over again because it has such an impact. Low hanging fruit, like they can use it straight away after listening to this. What's one that pops to your mind after me saying that? Steps. Steps, one of the most powerful tools that anyone can do um 
is steps, just more steps. So when we track as like coaches, when we track someone's steps, it's not that like 10,000 is the magical number. When we're tracking steps with a client, we're seeing their current output and then we're seeing how we can increase that. So if someone averages, no matter what they use to track, so they use some is super, like you use the iPhone, I don't think is a very accurate step tracker, right? It doesn't matter because we'll still see if you're increasing your steps. The only hard thing is like you have to have an iPhone on you all the time to have a good idea. But um, so like say someone's doing 5,000 steps, yeah? Like if they're maintaining at weight, so like let's say they're overweight and they want to lose weight. Um, most people aren't constantly gaining, yeah? So whatever weight they're sitting at, if they're doing 5,000 steps a day, instantly if they kept eating the exact same way they did, but we got them doing 7,000 steps a day, they would start to lose weight. And then 8,000 even more. And then 10,000 even more. And I'm not talking about they wouldn't shed off weight so fast, right? But as in like they would start to see an improvement. Walking is just one of the bestest things you can do for yourself. Like whether it's weight loss, whether it's mental health, whether it's productivity, you want to be a better worker, you want to start your day right, you want to clear your head, um, fitness, health. Like it's just like it's actually such a hidden weapon. Like it's just steps. Um and most people don't consider that. So I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and he works an office job and that's like a pretty typical client that we get as coaches is people who work office jobs and it's really hard to manage your weight if you work an office job. There's a good chance at the end of your day at work, you're sitting on like three to 4,000 steps per day and I tip my hat if you manage to lose weight whilst doing that many steps. It's just not enough. Um, and it's not that you can't lose weight, but you'd have to eat very, very little compared to what you could be eating to lose weight. So this is the interesting part is because not everyone can do it um, the same way. So you could come and walk on the treadmill for 10 to 15, half of an hour, whatever time you can afford before you train. Um, or if you have to, you could do it after you train. Um, you could go for a walk in the morning. I always tell my clients to work an office job. Like, do you take a lot of phone calls? If you do, can you walk whilst you're on the phone? It boosts productivity. It's going to increase your cognitive function. Whilst you're talking on the phone, you'll think clearer. Someone I know is now trying to go for a walk like every hour, every two hours, just a five, 10 minute walk. Just find a way to do, like when we're talking steps, it's not that you need to do hours per day. Um, half an hour every day would change your life. And it doesn't even need to be on a treadmill. I have clients who walk in front of the TV, um, get a walking pad, walk while she work from home. So many different ways. Uh, That's all that I'll use for steps. Uh, it's more the amount of times you walk, not how long you walk for. People like do an hour. You can relate this to cardio. They do like a big session, like an hour long walk. And they're like, oh, I've walked heaps today. It's like, that means nothing. Sorry, that means very little in comparison to walking more often during the day. Um, like more five-minute walks are way more powerful than just one at big walk. That's how you're going to get in it. And that's how you're going to break up your office time. Um, and yeah, I think that people go numb and stale because they don't move. And I get this and then I go for a walk and I'm like, oh my God, I'm I'm a god. I can do anything. <laughs> um, if you want like, if you want to like just blow your brain up like in a good way, have some caffeine and go for a walk and you'll just come back and your mind will be running a million miles Completely a minute. different person. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is walk after meals. That's another awesome, like really, really good tactic that you can do because it boosts um, your metabolism. It helps you digest better. Um, and it's just a good timing. It's like, cool, I've eaten. Uh, and especially like if someone has a lunch break or whatever at work, like what better time to go for a quick five, 10 minute walk? All right. One that I've got is my biggest one is you have to become an individual that eats four meals a day with a protein source. So four protein sources a day. Because 
even if you track your food or you're someone that wants to get the ideal amount of protein, you can't do it without eating four times a day. You probably could with three times, but you're just going to be eating such a large amount of protein in those meals. It's just not going to happen. So you have to divide it up four times so that you have the hunger to do it, spread it out over the day. That is probably like the biggest principle and the thing I'm harping on the most. So if you care about it, four times a day. It doesn't even matter what source or how much. Just be concerned about four times a day consistently. What's another one? To go on that point, um, if you were to give someone like a general recommendation. In grams? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, More than you're currently eating. So, you know, the research says we use these numbers 1.6 to... 2.8, 3.2, 2.8, 3.2, which is just incredibly excessive. I don't think anyone's going to eat that. But that's what it says. It's such a large range, three point times your body weight, which will give you lean, grams. Lean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lean body mass, um, which will give you your how much protein you should be eating in a day to get the most amount of response from your gym work. Just think protein equals muscle. If you're having less of it, you're going to be getting less muscle. So you can start by doing 1.6 times your body weight. And you might find that that's probably around the 90 to 110 mark um, for most people. I'm just generalizing. But again, you'll get there with eating three times a day. Just eat more than you're currently doing. Yep. We use 2.2 for our clients because that's the ideal realm, we we think. I Mine varies. Yeah. Um, I'm more so like more. now, like when when I when someone starts off with me, I'm more so now just stick to a general, like it is still unique to them, but then I based off that individual i know kind of what window they're going to fall into most girls if they ate like 120 to 130 grams of protein per day they'd get kick-ass results and for most dudes if they could shoot for like 170 plus they get kick-ass results um and again like dylan was saying just eat more like we're talking about what's optimal (laughs) the closer you get to optimal the better those results will be you got another one another tool um yeah, for sure. So I actually just did a post on this and I know that we will probably maybe disagree here. Um, and I don't want to get too, we'll say this for another podcast, but tracking, I think is such an epic tool. And here's why. Um, tracking gets ragged on so much. And I feel like PTs feel like they're really cool for being like, hey, like, you know, tracking calories sucks. No one wants to log their food to lose weight. And it's like, yeah, 100%. No one wants to log their food all the time. I don't do that and I don't know many people who do and I'm still a huge advocate for tracking and it's not necessarily about doing it to get like some obsessive result or anything like that. It's what you learn from tracking. Those lessons will stick with you for life and as human beings, we will hold on to something better if we learn it rather than if it's told to us when we can come to our own conclusions. I think it's like just invaluable. Like I genuinely think it is priceless for someone to have a genuine understanding of food and how it works and how their body responds to it. And so like even like one of my clients this week, we're talking this morning and he's like, dude, like it was so weird. Like he's like, cause he was needing, I need help getting my protein up. How can I do that? And he's like, I was just amazed. Like, you know, like I would cook this meal with these potatoes and you know what I thought was 200 grams. I was cooking way more than that. I thought 200 grams was like four potatoes. Turns out it's like one, you know? And like, he's just starting to have these revelations of like what an actual portion is, how much he's eating. And then he's seeing like, oh, like this food had way more fat in it than I thought, which doesn't, that might not necessarily be a bad thing, but just his perceptions of food, like, like he was excited. He's just like, I'm just like, my mind is blown 
by like what's actually inside the food I'm eating compared to what I thought was in it. And that's when I believe like if educated and guided correctly, you can start to develop these really awesome um, educated and healthy relationships with food because it's no longer like good food, bad food, good food, bad food. It's like, this is what's in this food. This is what's in that food. And you learn to use like assess that data to a degree and make healthy decisions. And so for me, like I personally haven't tracked for probably nearly five months in a row now um, because I was just in a period where I didn't want to. And I've maintained the same way. I'm still achieving good results in the gym. But a lot of it is due to that period of tracking that I did do because that has largely taught me and affected my diet now. Um, So tracking, I just think, is an awesome tool. Not everyone has to do it. Even if you did it for two weeks or even just one week, the stuff that you would learn from there is, is just awesome. No, I agree. Tracking can bring lifelong revelations, 100% undoubtedly. Um, another one I use for people is sleep. Um, so we call it sleep consistency. And if you're having trouble with the amount of hours or the quality or you wake up during the night, um, I give this to people. It's a tool um, and it's had a lot of success with me and clients. Um, the simplest way to explain it is you have to anchor three times of the day um, pretty hardcore to the minute. Number one being the time you want to wake up. Let's say you, the earliest time you wake up is 6 a.m. in the morning. Anchor that with an alarm. Get sunlight in your eyes when you wake up and get up immediately. The second time you need to anchor is um, the time that... So give yourself eight hours. So if you want to wake up at 6 a.m., go to bed at 10 p.m. So you need to anchor that with lights off at 10 p.m. on the dot. And then the third time is the most key you need to anchor, which is the start of your sleep routine. Everyone has a sleep routine, even if they don't know it consciously. Mine consists of walking to my bedroom, showering, brushing my teeth, um, reading, and then turning lights off. It's always those five things and in the same order, and it might last 45 minutes. So whatever I'm doing, 45 minutes before um, I need to turn the lights off, so 9.15, I start it immediately. And the more you do it to the minute, the more effect you'll get out of it. You, you can't judge it for about 14 days and then it will start to hardwire your sleep cycle. And it doesn't just fix the time, it fixes like your sleep quality. It's the biggest thing. It's t- genuinely magic. Got another one? Rattle, rattle off. I've, I was literally thinking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I shut my eyes, it was just black. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the dissociation going. Well, on let's talk about cardio because I talk about I talk about cardio on my page a little bit. I've made a few posts about it. Cardio is a tool. It's one that I use like sparingly, depending on the client, because like one of the first things you'll hear when you ask someone who walks into the gym, "What do you dislike?" Cardio, like <laughs> almost every time, right? So, like as a coach, if we can have someone achieving their goals without doing something that they hate, that's awesome. But cardio is still really good, really helpful for us, and effective at assisting at fat loss. But it's a tool. And that's what we need to see it as. It's not the sole cause of fat loss or weight loss or anything like that. It's just a tool towards it. It's something that can help you get a little bit more momentum. Um, I'm not going to say it's like technically a one percenter, but treat it as a one percenter. Like it's just that one additional thing, that extra tool you can add to your tool belt to help speed up or assist in fat loss. Cool. Uh, One more I just thought of then is people stress about, they think that doing more days in the gym and doing more work will yield more results. That is very far from the truth. Um, Simply put, three days done every week is far more powerful than getting four days done every second or third week. 
and like you will you will get more response. It's as simple as that. So how good is that? I'm doing less work and I'm getting more response from it. Um, so if you're one of those people who go, oh, I can do three or four days a week, commit to just doing three, get it done, and then you'll yield results from it. What would you say to your gym junkies like, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but like people who genuinely love training and want to train, like just want to be in there every day. It's their like, it's their getaway, their way to expend some energy to yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Do shorter se- sessions. Um, so I just did this with one of my clients. She was just like, no, I have to go in. I'm like, sweet, we'll do five days and they're going to be shorter. Um, and you're just spreading the amount of, don't do hour and a half long every single day. You can make it like 45 minutes. Um, yeah, so do shorter sessions. Is that what awesome. you do? Um, yeah. I think, uh, honestly, like that, you saying that, I'm like, I think I unintentionally do that because mm. <laughs> when they ask for more days than I would typically program for them, then yeah, I'm just going to split the load across no more, more than days four and movements, just simplify. Like 12 sets, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I also just tell them, go like, if you really want to go in, go in for like a walk. <laughs> yeah. Like, or go or for like a walk instead. Day, and see like if you a start supplementary doing- day. Yeah. Like yeah. one that's less important at the end of the week. Oh, I've got time. I'll just abs. smash my arms. Yeah. Abs for three hours. All right. Joey fact. Joey fact. We really need to talk about this before. Um, well, I've got a list here. I wanted you to do the... What if you started saying Joey facts? Okay. Um, <laughs> you got kissed on the mouth by a giraffe in Kenya. I did. Um, fun fact. And we'll see you next week. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait. Fun fact. Giraffes have antiseptic saliva, so your mouth is technically cleaner after they kiss you than before. Which is why I hook up with a giraffe a day keeps the diabetes STIs away. away.